Hey, this is your host Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. A pre-roll time. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly sponsored by Inked Marketing Solutions and the Inked Marketing Crowdfunded comic for this episode. Well, it's going to belong to The Last Night of Twinite. Coming soon from the producer of Pinky and the Brain, Animaniacs, Batman Beyond, Static Shock, and the new Batman Superman Adventures. Yes, the man is uh, a legend in animation. Pinky and the Brain sold right there. The Last Night of Twinite. What happens when you're broke, but your endless war against crime isn't over? The Last Night of Twinite is a story about an everyday superhero. He has no powers. He has no thirst for justice. But now his body is starting to portray him. But he just can't stop. <sighs> Even a personal injury suit and losing all of his cool stuff won't stop him. His sidekick turning bad? That ain't gonna stop him. His or former adversaries returning or retiring, not returning, retiring, that ain't gonna stop him, but age, age is a son of a bitch, age is gonna, uh, might stop him, it might, I don't know, uh, we have a comic book here, people, uh, like I said, it, it, the, 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 the team behind this, mm, mm, I can't wait to see, oh, I'm looking at this cover here, man, you got this, this pretty dark hooded looking figure, and you got like an, uh, like a walker, like an old man walker, not a walker Texas ranger, like a, like a, like a tennis ball on the feet type of walker. Oh, I love it, man. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, I'm into it. So uh, head on over to www.twinight.com. That's T-W-I-K-N-I-G-H-T.com. And uh, get in on this, man. I got a good feeling. And like I said, pinky in the brain. Come on. Come on. Age of Radio. Back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 364. 
the 364th episode of the Truth to Comics podcast will be a poll list priorities. I'll be going over the books of the future. Uh, the, the books that need to be ordered uh, by this week's FOC cutoff date, you know, final order cutoffs, and uh, of course the books to get excited about this next uh, new comic book day coming up, I believe, December 1st-ish. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, get all excited about that. I will uh, go ahead and say that I'm I'm super excited right now. As I record this, I am hours away from making my way to the Denver Convention Center to uh, get my press pass to get into the building early for Fan Expo Denver. So if you didn't check out my Fan Expo preview, uh, do that, you know. And even if you're not in Denver or don't plan on attending this year, it's probably, I mean, shit, get an idea of maybe, maybe, maybe you want to go next year, you know. Denver's not always on the map when it comes to uh, the convention scene. So, uh, and since I recorded that, some some newer stuff has come out as well. Like, uh, they were there. there is going to be some uh, Fan Expo Denver exclusive merchandise which when I recorded there wasn't any announced but now of course like five minutes after I hit upload boom I get the email from them but uh yeah but still uh, awesome stuff there I mean so stuff has been updated since um some cancellations and whatnot but also some additions as well so uh yeah um but yeah check out that uh that preview episode and of course I will be covering it all weekend long and uh I would uh, I would expect a uh, another special edition Fan Expo Denver post coverage episode, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, get all excited about that. Like I said, it's moments away, so my enthusiasm is high. Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna really move through this episode, people. So take notes quickly. Not in the car though. Don't be like that. Uh, but before I get into all of that, I got ooh, I got to shout from the uh, the the metaphorical rooftops of the podcast uh, situation. I lost it. Uh, Nerds Forever. 307nerdsforever.com. It is a a wonderful place to get your comic books, people. Uh, Whether you're in Newcastle, Wyoming or not, my boy Tarl, uh, he he delivers. He, I mean, not personally. He has, like, FedEx or USPS deliver. But he delivers on that customer service, you know. Uh, It's some of the best. And I have no problem saying this as a retailer myself, you know. It's just... That's just how it is. Um, uh, he's a he's a staple as to how I want my retail uh, situation to be uh, to be ran. It's just it's, it's an amazing place. So head on over to three zero seven nerds forever.com that's the number four 307 nerds forever.com and when you're checking out the already amazingly uh um under fair market value priced books um you use code cheers and you're going to save yourself like another 10 percent on top of it all so really it's just a it's just a hell of a situation they have going on over there at 307 nerds forever.com um i'm a, a proud proud affiliate and sponsor of the cheers to comics podcast um, but, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's get into these FOC orders, man. And I gotta be extra, extra attentive now that I'm a retailer myself, cause I gotta be placing these orders personally, you know? Um, uh, it's exciting times, people. I think I'm actually gonna be getting my first shipment this coming week. Oh, does that mean live sale in the works? Oh, quite possibly. Oh, um, oh, it's, it's, it's exciting, people. It's so exciting. All right, let's uh, let's jump all up into this. The stuff that has to be ordered by Halloween, at the absolute latest. Um, this is all the stuff coming from Lunar, so this is going to be Scout books and all your DC books. Uh, starting out with Scout, though, we've got 
A King's Vengeance from Davia LeBlanc and Peter Rick. Hope I said that right. A vexed warrior who has once a loving father and husband is brought back to life 25 years later and the proceeds to avenge himself of the demons responsible. From the creator of Once Our Land, get this awesome first new issue. New first issue. Uh, so there you go. Scout number one. Get excited. Uh, we've got uh, Action Comics 1037. Uh, there we go. Uh, a couple covers there. My favorite name to say in all of comics, Julian Titino Tedesco. Getting the B cover there, and it's a friggin' sweet B cover. Superman in space. Aquaman, Green Arrow, Deep Target, number two. A little uh, mini-series there. Uh, Batman Reptilian, number six. There's some great covers on this, too. Uh, there's a Coley Hamner B cover and the 1 in 25 Ryan Brown cover. Something gnarly. So is that the Reptilian? I would imagine. You know? Uh, so that would probably be the first cover. I, 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 I'm not sure. I haven't been reading this series enough to really stay along with that. But regardless, I, I, I think it's a, it's a pretty neato cover. Um, Checkmate wrapping up with its sixth issue this week. Uh, well, not this week. Due to be ordered this week. Get that. Get that clear with y'all. Uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal, number four soundtrack, special edition, Manchester Orchestra with Flexi, single featuring, never ending. That was a mouthful. So, yes, they're, um, if you're not aware, and it's not something I've actually talked about often, only because I'm really waiting for... I would imagine it's going to be issue number five that has the, the soundtrack that I'm waiting for. And you'll know when it happens. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's... Uh, dude, they, they, they commissioned some pretty amazing artists, um, depending on your music taste. But, it, I mean, it's, yeah, at times. <laughs> but the fact is, they, they, they commissioned some people to do some soundtracks for uh, uh, for this book. And, you know, it's, if you're going to call it death metal, then... Yeah, there should be some music attached. Granted, most of it should be, um, at least not maybe not necessarily death metal, but at least metal, right? I mean, um, and some of this stuff is far from metal. I mean, here we go with the. I mean, no, I'm not saying the Manchester Orchestra couldn't be metal, but um, a, a, a somebody with, with the name uh, called Flexi. Nothing about that to me. It doesn't even say rock and roll. To me, it says like super purple eyeliner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, bubble gums and stuff. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, who, who am I to say? I, I, if I don't listen to it, I can't judge it, right? And just based off its name. But um, yeah, that's, that's what's going on with the old death metal soundtrack stuff, in case you didn't know. Uh, DC Voices Vampires, number two. I got to read the first one. It was the first book I read off my uh, pile this week. And uh, it, was, it was decent, man. It was decent. It's, it's got me intrigued for sure. And once again, there's a Francesco Mattina cardstock on that as well. Uh, Deathstroke Inc. number three on this one. Look at this. Super, super Deadpool-y. It's Deathstroke on a unicorn. Come on. Happily never after. Gotta love it. I haven't got a round of reading number two yet, but it's it's definitely uh, towards the, the top of my list for sure. I love the first issue. Um, there's a Matina variant on it as well. We've got Detective number 1045 this week with an amazing Bermejo cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got from, is this Scout Comics, I would imagine? Let me see here. It, it's either Scout or Ahoy. 
Um, I'm going to say it's Ahoy, actually. From Craig Thompson, the Eisner-nominated series Ginseng Roots returns after a nine-month hiatus. Okay. After an American dream story, a Taiwanese immigrant migrates to the U.S. in 1969 and transforms from a poor farmer into the world's largest grower, importer, and exporter of American ginseng. Now, a self-made millionaire with ties to the presidential administrations and giants of technology and science, he watches Wisconsin's ginseng industry transition to a majority Mexican migrant labor force, force forges connections to Trump's election campaign, iPhone manufacturing, and finding the cure for cancer. What the fuck? Okay. Um, honestly, I mean, I just... I don't know what... It's, got, it's, it's even got a weird price point. $6. Not $5.99. $6 even. Um, I, I'm hoping it's at least oversized. Uh, the in-store date on this is the 24th, so you don't... It's just three weeks away. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I just, Who knows, man? Um, political books involving Trump and stuff like that and real shit, oftentimes, if you hold it long enough, it can hold some sort of value, and I'm not saying a, a book is only as valuable as it is, you know, financially, um, but uh, if you were to ask me if I was picking this up, I would s <laughs> I would say no, because it sounds like a textbook, um, and not to take away from, I mean, fuck, I'm not saying don't pick it up, I'm just, this, this one's not for me, people, I'll never say don't pick up a book just because I don't dig it, or dig the concept of it, uh, carrying on, Gotham City, yeah, Gotham City Villains, Anniversary Giant, uh, number one. Uh, there's a plethora of great covers to choose from on this. Let's uh, give you the old rundown here. Oh, it's a, it's got everybody. It's got everybody. Uh, let me see if I can get past the credits here. DC Comics proudly presents Tales of Batman's Deadliest Foes, written and drawn by some of the biggest and most exciting names in comics. 2021 marks an anniversary year for the Scarecrow, Poison Ivy, Raj Agul, Talia Agul, and the Mad Hatter, Killer Moth, huh, and the original Red Hood. And Gotham City Villains Anniversary Giant Number 1 brings these baddies to life in some big ways. Oh, I don't know what these big ways are. Uh, also featuring the anniversary celebration of The Penguin, written by none other than the man who brought Oswald Cobblepot to life in Batman Returns. The motherfucking man himself says it right here. Just kidding, it doesn't, but I'm saying it. Danny DeVito. Yes. Um, now honestly, I, I probably would have passed, maybe, personally, at a $10 price point on this. Um, just because, you know, it just seems like an anthology. I don't know if it's going to be, um, an important read. And even though it's, 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 it's who knows? Um, but even though it's got Penguin in there, it's got your Poison Ivy, and you, mm -hmm. Um, but to know that Danny DeVito, um, the, the, the greatest comic book villain portrayal of all time, uh, I said it, and yes, I'm including, I'm including, uh, the the D'Onofrio as Kingpin, you know, if if if, if now Devito never played Penguin, then yeah, D'Onofrio would be the greatest uh comic book villain portrayal of all time. But the fact is, Danny Devito, uh, he just he just did it, man. You know, like that 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 guy, he mm, and uh, it's glad I'm so happy to see that he has not lost touch with uh 
with, with, with that, you know, fucking character. You know, a lot of actors, they, 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 they set it and forget it, you know? Look at uh, Clooney and Batman, you know? Um, I guess he doesn't really forget it. He keeps a picture of uh, the old nip suit in the, the office there as a reminder. But, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. It's just, they, they never <laughs> go back to it. Um, but it's, it's really, 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 really cool to see uh, Danny DeVito write a comic in itself and for it to be a Penguin story and my personal favorite DC villain is, you know, obviously the fucking Penguin. Look at me gushing. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it's, this is this is something special. Um, and, and that in itself, who knows, man? Who knows? You know what's going to be really cool is um, having, you know, you get a, one day... Danny DeVito may actually show up to a convention, and he can sign the book as a creator, not just a uh, a portrayal character, if that makes sense, you know, um, that's, that's what I'm into, man, that's what I'm into, uh, that's just badass, and as far as covers go, I'm not gonna go through, maybe, you know what, fuck it, I will, um, there's a Wes Craig Scarecrow, there's a Frank Quietly Penguin, Hoya. There's a Marguerite Sauvage, Poison Ivy. It's gorgeous. It really is. It's gorgeous. Um, there's a uh, Ricardo Ferrici, Raja, and Talia Agul. Mm, beautiful. Um, a Dan Mora, Mad Hatter, and a M- M- uh, Moth. Mr. Mr. Was it Mr. Moth? Something like that. Though uh, <laughs> not one of the uh, his most uh, famous rogues, but you know. But the one in twenty-five on this, and it's done by Matina. Um, now I think it's going to be really rare because it's going to be hard for shops to want to order twenty-five copies. I mean, it might be a little bit easier because it's you know there's so many different covers to choose from, so it might make it easier to get rid of them, so they can order like five of each cover and then be able to qualify for the one in twenty-five. But even then, it's still it's a it's a ten to an eleven dollar book. You know, $11 on all the variants. So it's, it's going to be tough, man. Like, that's a that's a heavy purchase to be able to get this. So I have a feeling this this book uh, might be kind of scarce on the market. But that's that's just me. We'll, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Uh, there's a 1 in 50 as well, and that thing ain't... Oh, I, oh my God, I love that so much. Oh, it's like a... It's, oh, fuck... Who who's the artist? Um, the the the, mm, the 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 super famous uh, Renaissance uh, ceiling thing with the touching of the fingers and the naked and the cloud and the whatnot. Uh, you get the picture in your head now, right? It's Penguin and the Batman. Only they're touching umbrellas and fists. Oh my God, it's so gorgeous. Oh, and there's penguins and there's bats, rocket penguins, mind you. That is the most. Chris Burnham, I want that so badly. I wonder. I, 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 I hmm. That is amazing. <sighs> Jesus, sorry, I'm a Penguin fan, people. Uh, carrying on, Harley Quinn number nine. Uh, then we got a uh, Derek Chu cardstock on that one. We've got Human Target number two. This is a Tom King Grang Smallwood joint. Uh, Icon and Rocket number five. Uh, da, 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 da. there's a there's some more local comics store day variants on this, but I'll say that when I got my order form from my LCS to order these, uh, they they, they weren't actually on there. 
Um, so I don't, I don't know if all shops are going to be able to, or are going to have these available for pre-order. Um, personally, it might just be a first come first serve situation. I don't know. It all depends on the shop. Um, but just keep that in mind. Don't take it for granted. But, um, just in case we've got uh, DC vs. Vampires number two silver foil edition, um, a Detective 1045 silver foil edition, the Bermejo, and um, uh, Task Force Z number two silver foil edition, and that is friggin' simple and gorgeous. I love it. The uh, big giant local comic store day logo on that, though, I could do without. Hmm. I wonder if that's going to be on the front or the back. It's hard to say because they're varying different photo types here. We'll just have to see. Um, recount number one, getting a third printing. Oh, yeah. The book is like that, people. It's like that. Do not sleep on that series. I'm telling you. Um, the trade is coming soon as well. Uh, Robin number eight. I do believe we're getting the origin of Flatline in this, if I remember correctly. And uh, Oh, yeah. Look at that B cover. Francis Manpool. God, fuck! Who is that? Is that um? I think that's the lady running the the tournament right now, in a Lazarus pit. I could, I, I believe so. I believe so. Uh, Superman seventy eight number four due to be ordered this week. There's a Chris Samney variant as well. Uh, Task Force Z number two. Oh yeah, and then look at that Raphael Sarmento variant. I gotta read Task Force Z number one, and uh, it was it was everything I was hoping for. It was. It's 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 good people. It's it's really good. Um <laughs> uh, and oh by the way, on the local comics store day variant on that one, um it's a uh the, the, the silver foil is of the one in twenty five. So that okay, that explains why the picturing's a little different. Instead of oh, I get it now, instead of a Z, it's the local comic shop day. Local comic shop day, not local comic store day. Um Gotcha. Oh, nice. Oh, that makes it even... Alright, that makes it fucking cool. Badass. Badass indeed. Uh, Teen Titans Academy, number nine. And uh, let's see here. We've got West, number one. This is out of Scout uh, from John Grund. Mo and Sal live and work on a farm, selling their harvest at, a f at city farmer's markets practicing magic and smoking herbs with their cat jinx as society becomes over reliant on technology magic is quickly dying out and industry pushes smaller farms out of the picture sal and mo struggle to keep the land they've worked so hard to cultivate to make ends meet they concoct a heist on the most prominent tech corporation in the west solomon corpse their plans are thrown in disarray when a shocking discovery in the depths of solomon's factories leads them on a quest to uncover a conspiracy that reaches far and wide the boys must scramble to find people sympathetic for or to their case well there you go I don't know. Scout number one. Eight-parter. Eight-issue eight series there. And then lastly, on the Lunar FOCs this week, due to be ordered by Halloween. Halloween. Halloween, as my uh, two-year-old would say. Halloween. Sorry. Uh, Wonder Girl number five. And once again, look at that Jenny Frisson. Look at it. Well, you can't. It's a podcast. You'll just have to see for yourself. So there you go. Those be the uh, Lunar FOCs this week. Let's check out what Diamond has to offer on the pre-order, starting with Vault. Um, and now on this, you have until Monday the 1st to get them in. But that being said, just 
Get them in on Sunday, people. Don't don't procrastinate. Don't do that. It's not good for you. Um, Human Remains. Once again, this is starting out with Vault Comics. We've got Human Remains, number three. Uh, two covers there. Um, last book you'll ever read, number four. Uh, this is a series I really enjoyed, number one, and I decided that I will be... Uh, um, what am I trying to say here? Reading the, uh, the, the first arc in its entirety. Binging it is what I'm trying to say. At least the first arc. I don't know if this is an ongoing or not. I think it's just a mini. Um, can't say. Uh, three covers on this, one of which is a black bag variant for $2 more. And there's also a local comic shop day variant as well. Um, Radio Apocalypse, number one. The deluxe foil virgin variant. They call it the full art variant. I don't, I just think they're sensitive to the word virgin. Um, beautiful. Uh, see, this is a book that I pre-ordered last week because I got a feeling. Yeah, man. Radio Apocalypse. Gotta dig it. Gotta dig it. Um, dun, dun, dun. Source Point. From Source Point, we've got Dar... Oh, that's the trade. Um, but, yeah, there you go. Darling, the collected edition. Uh, Good Boy. This is a three-parter. Uh, this is one I'm pretty excited about. Um... Let's see here from Garrett Gunn and Christina Blanche with Kit Wallace. Set in a world where humans and dogs are equals. Good Boy is a thrill-packed treat for anyone who loves action-packed... Or, sorry, I was going to say action-packed dogs. Action, dogs, and good stories. Mm-hmm. Flint Sparks is and his human, John, both former mercenaries... <laughs> <laughs> Take that in. That's just the first part of the sentence. Have settled down in quiet retirement from an industry where the job is supposed to be forever. But unlike anyone before, they found a way out. However, this new life, filled with peace and joy, is not to be. In the end, or no, in the dead of night, sorry, I'm butchering this, some of their former colleagues, it says in quotations, who disagree with their decision to retire, break into their home and murder John, leaving Flint alive in the bloody aftermath. What? Yeah, no. In. It. The show. That Nick Bradshaw cover? Good lord. Good lord. Um... Don't sleep on this one, people. There's there's a lot of really good uh, store exclusives on this one as well, as well as a pretty badass uh, Frank Avia B cover all up in it. Mm. Uh, we've got Suicide Jockeys number four. Oh, yeah. And, of course, a badass homage variant as... Uh, <laughs> as... <laughs> fucking love it. Um, Rylan Grant loves to do... Oh, Denver Wallace, you rowdy son of a bitch. This series is fucking amazing. It, it, it is. Don't sleep on Suicide Jockeys, people. It is fucking amazing. Tales from the Dead Astronaut, number one. Lots of good source point this week, people. This is a three-parter from Jonathan Thompson and Jorge Luis Gobato. Uh, space monks on living on a tree in space. What? Hold on, did I say that right? Space monks on living on a tree in space. Okay. A shape-shifting rock star conducting the most explosive press conference you've seen yet. Oh, I see what they're doing here. A megalomaniac man of steel who leaves horror in... I'm going to try this again. Hold on. Space monks on living on a tree in space. A shape-shifting rock star conducting the most explosive press conference you've ever seen yet. 
and a megalomaniac, man of steel, who leaves horror in his wake. It's amazing the things you'll see when in space, when you're a slowly decaying astronaut with nothing tethering you to Earth. Uh-huh. See? Oh, there we go. I did it. Um, <laughs> and see what they were doing there. But now I see it. I dig it, man. Um, yeah, I'll be into this one for show. Uh, we've got Unborn, number three. Oh, yeah, Frank Gogol joint. Uh, that issue number two is very close to the top of my reading pile at this point. I love the first issue. It's Power Rangers meets Aliens, but for adults. Um, it's it's gnarly, people. It is horror, and uh, just it keeps you feeling things like Gogol tends to do. It makes you uneasy. It's... Uh, yeah, it's not lighthearted. It's not go go Power Rangers for sure, but it's 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 definitely inspired by. Uh, it, yeah, no, check it out, man. It, this is a great great series. Uh, it's never too late, I guess. But you're gonna want to track down the first two. Shout! And then finally, from source point, we've got Winchester Mystery House number two. Two covers on that one. Um, from source point, we're gonna go on up to. Do heavy metal? Nope, no heavy metal magazine this week. How about Fanographics? Uh, Crash Pad. That's all it says. Just Crash Pad. I have no image here. Who's it by? Gary Panter. Psychedelic ode to the underground comics that inspired him. All right, cool. Uh, creators such as uh, Crumb and uh, Moscaso and okay, presented a standard black and white with color covers underground comic book. Every new work by the legendary Panther is an event, and Crash Pad is an auxiliary. All right, no, this is actually something that I'm going to write down here. Oh, my gosh. I just do that and just spilt water. <sighs> Gotta love it, people. Gotta love it. All right, Crash Pad. Yeah, no, I mean, this this might actually be something. This might actually be something. Um, you never know. $6 price point. I've got no cover here, so who knows how cool the cover is going to be. I'm going to say really cool if I had to guess. But yeah, Fanographics. Um, from the same people that put out Red Room, I believe. Uh, Black Mass Studios. Nothing from Black Mass this week. How about... Ahoy! We've got Blacksmith, number five, wrapping up there. A little Ahoy for ya. Um, Aftershock. From Aftershock, we've got Campisi. Number four, Cross to Bear, number two, and Search for Who? Him. Who? Number three. So, there you go. Oh, you motherfucker. Alright, yeah, there you go. So, Aftershock, a little bit there. From Ablaze, we have uh, Space Pirate Captain Harlock, number six, and all of its uh, five glorious covers there. Um, from Ablaze, we go boom. Uh, the final issue, the twelfth issue of Dune House Atreides. Uh, yeah, man, this is like the prequel, I believe, to Dune or something. I don't remember. But yeah, I get excited about that. We've got House of Slaughter, number two. I think there's the, the, that's a first cover appearance there. You know, I'm getting excited about that. And there's three covers to choose from. There's a blank, and then there's a Daledra cover. You know, same same guy. Same guy that does the old, uh, something is killing the children there. Uh. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, so yeah, just a, that's it from Boom this week. Not not a big week at all, people. Uh, dare I click on Dynamite? Uh, okay, Barbarella this week is getting their FOCTMNT homage cover this week. 
Um, I have been getting these and then an Invincible Red Sonia as well. So those are just like the noteworthy ones that I'm going to shout out. But I do enjoy these. This is a cover homage that always, always does well. It's very rare. It doesn't sell for over cover price almost immediately the next day. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, Red Sonia and what was the other one I said? Uh, Barbarella. All right. Um, so that's all I'm going to really say about Dynamite. Uh, IDW. From IDW, we've got Sleeping Beauties, number eight of that little ten-parter. A couple covers there. Star Trek Adventures Annual 2021 Frankie's Comics Virgin Exclusive. What? That's on a... Okay. Um, Frankie's Comics, an exclusive on a FOC. It's very weird. Don't understand that, but... There you go. Uh, but then there's more than one cover. There's also a... Another co the A cover as well, you would hope. Oh, look at that! It's got that green rabbit dude. Who is that? I forget. Okay, it's an eight dollar prize. Um, who is that? Uh, what the fuck's his name? I don't know. I don't know. But look at this, people: Kevin Scott and Chip Zarsky and Jason Liu and, and said Jason Liu twice there. All right, Ariana Florine. Sweet. I mean, it's an oversized book for sure, but there you go. Okay. Could be something. Uh, Transformers, number 37. Two covers there. Beast Wars, number 10. Oh, shit. Look at that. Freddie Williams, the second cover. So this guy's, he's good. He does amazing, amazing art. I like that so much. I love me some Beast Wars people. Um, and there's also uh, Frankie's Comics Virgin exclusive on this one as well. But I I don't have a I don't have cover art image is at all for either of these Frankie's exclusives. So I don't know what that look like. But this one, you know, it's not it's same cover price, four bucks. So take that for what you will. Um, I don't know if your shop's going to be uh, having that on their FOCs or not. It's hard to say. Um, Transformers King Grimlock, number four on the FOCs this week, as well as Wasayojimbo, number 24. So there you go. Those are the uh, IDW books. Um, honestly, I don't know. Keep your eye on the, the, the Frankie's exclusives. Um, but, but maybe that's Star Wars Adventures Annual as well. It could be something, maybe? It's hard to say for sure. Um, Dark Horse. The Dark Horse FOCs this week. We've got Black Hammer Reborn number six. A couple covers there. Uh, Critical Role Tales of Exandria number two. Uh, Hellboy Silver Lantern Club number two. It's a little five-parter. Uh, what is this? Joy Operations number one from Brian Michael Bendis and Stephen Byrne. Interesting. Uh, five years from now, Joy is an Envoy, a special agent of one of the Genando Trust. You're just going and making up shit now. Trusts are corporate-owned cities that are the centerpiece of modern society. She writes wrongs for the trust. She is excellent, perfection, hard on herself, driven, almost legendary in some parts, until one day a voice pops in her head trying to get her to betray everything she has ever believed. Alright. I'm going to check that out. You know, you never know with the Bendis joint. You know? Um, a creator owned, at least. I don't know. I might. I might give that a shot. 
Uh, interesting, for sure. Uh, what are we doing for covers here? Just two. Oh, but that, oh, that's a David Mack cover. Oh, that's rad, man. That is rad. See, I'm getting kind of alias vibes already. Um, Killer Queens wrapping up with its fourth issue. One, two, three covers there. Oh, and Joy Operations all getting an LCSD variant as well. The old local comic shop day. Um, Orville Artifacts wrapping up with its second issue of the little micro-series. Uh, we've also got Stranger Things, Tomb of Yebun, number three. Uh, and then there's four covers on that as well. So uh, lots of good stuff to choose from for your Dark Horse readers. Now let's wrap up the indie FOCs with Image. Um, we've got Chew, number 10. You're always, I'm always going to recommend this book always. It's never too late to get into this. But I will say, get into this now. Because if you didn't listen to my episode with John Lehman, um, number 11 and 12 are going to... Uh, there's some, I don't know what, but he specifically said that he's calling in every favor from every creator that he's made contact with in the his, his 25-year career, I'm talking about John Lehman, to, uh, to play some sort of part in the uh, coming issues of Choose. So if there are ever a time to get it on your pull list now, or it's now, it's now, it's right now, it's right now. It's always, it was, it was yesterday when it comes to this series, always, but... Yeah, it, it's it's my favorite thing in comics, people. It's, it's, it's my it's the best. Chew is the best. Um, Decorum number eight, uh, two covers there. We've got the Department of Tr- the, 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 the Department. It's it's not that cold in here. Of Truth number four. Mm-hmm. We got a Pearson variant on that one. Gotta love the variants. We've got Frontiersman number three. We've got Girl Scouts, Stone Ghost, and it's G-R-R-L. Don't get it twisted, people. This is Jim Mafud. Uh, okay. Superstar artist and comics making weirdo Jim Mafud returns to his creator-owned Girl Scouts universe for a brand new six-issue miniseries. So apparently this is a thing. Um, so Scouts universe for brand new six... Okay, yeah. Join, or join Dio... Turtleneck Jones and Gordy as they face off against the sinister and unpredictable evil of the teeth. Ho ho. Hilarious, over the top, psychedelic, I like that word. Adventure will ensue, you guys. You guys. You guys. Packed from cover to cover, no ads, with completely unique and eye popping mafood art, including bonus comics and behind the scenes fun. Plus, an absolutely stunning variant cover from our good friend, Paige Mamoko. Okay, well, there you go. All right, well, again, you had me until the end there. If you're friends with Peach, I mean, if... no, I'm kidding. Um, no, I'm going to pick this up, uh, just at least number one, just to see. I know it's a you know universe that's already been created. Hopefully, there's not a whole lot of back reading to have to do, if at all. I'm, 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 I'm pulling for none, but... Uh, I don't know. Well, we'll we'll see. Maybe this. I mean, they keep saying this. They refer to this guy as a superstar, and I mean, I've never really heard of him, but I like words like hilarious and psychedelic and over the top and stuff like that in the descriptions of my uh, future polist books. So yeah, there you go. Um, Gunslinger Spawn number two. Oh yeah, baby. Two covers on this one. We got a Barons cover, and we got a Brett Booth cover. Um, we've got, uh, Friday, number one, a local comics shop day variant. Alright, and there you go. Uh, and then Girl Scouts also getting 
an LCSD variant as well. Uh, Made in Korea, wrapping up with its sixth issue. Uh, Sweet Paprika, number five there. Uh, two covers, three covers, four covers, five covers. Ha <laughs> ha! Ah, ah, ah. Oh, and one of them's not safe for work. If you were to ask me, I wouldn't bring any of these to work. I would, if, even me as a comic book reader, if somebody brought these to work, I'd be like, dude, you are a full-blown perv. Like, I'm not, like, you don't, this isn't the stuff you read out in public, people. Look at these covers. These, uh, titties are falling out everywhere. I mean, they're just, like, one thread short of a nip slip. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? This is fucking embarrassing. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's just me, though. Uh, nothing I would read in public. I'm not saying, you know, you're fucking perv for reading it. I'm just saying I would label you a perv if you knowingly... Yeah. I remember one time I was reading uh, uh, American Gods out in public. And um, I, w I, was, I was in a laundry mat at the time. And I, was, I had my back up against a glass door. And, you know, it's not like, you know, fucking, you know, the cover was raunchy or anything. And I didn't know what I was getting into when I opened it up. But there was a scene where uh, a person was being swallowed by a vagina. And, um, you know, even though I'm like, oh, yeah, no one else can see this, uh, I still felt super uncomfortable until I realized that, um, yeah, no, my back was up uh, against a, a window. So anybody that could walk by could see the, uh, the, the, the hungry vagina. So, yeah, man, um, it's just, I, I felt, I felt, I still feel dirty years later on that. I'm gonna label you. That's what it is. Uh, continuing on, Moonshine, number 28, just one cover there. Nita Hall's Nightmare Blog. Now, this one is the next book on the, uh, the top of my stack there. Um, I have heard great things. I've heard one issue and hooked, and this is from somebody that didn't get around to reading Philadelphia yet, and when I told them, you know, this was actually a spin-off of a pretty amazing vampire book. Um, they were pretty excited about that, but, um, <coughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very excited to hear good, good things off just, uh, one issue, you know, from somebody that didn't, didn't read Philadelphia. Cause my whole thing is I'm not caught up on Philadelphia, and I would hate to be lost. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm so excited for this series. It's not going anywhere on my pull list anytime soon. Some great covers as well. Uh, Post-Americana is wrapping up with the seventh issue. Um, we've got Redneck number 31. Oh, yeah, man. Donnie Cates. Did you know he also doesn't just do Thor? Did you know that? Um, Scumbag number 11. Yeah, I'm just waiting for this option announcement any day now. This has, uh, if not Netflix, HBO Max series written all over it. I mean, this is amazing. And, oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I could think of, <laughs> fuck, uh, let, let, let's, uh, let's get, oh, what's, what's his, what's his face, um, oh, god damn it, uh, what, uh, fucking shameless, that's what it is, shameless, uh, William H. Macy, you know, he's a real, f uh, dude, like, that, that's kind of what I was, <laughs> I feel like the scumbag was the whole time I was reading, I was like, dude, this is William H. Macy, this, this is, yeah, this is that fucking guy. I would love to see it, man. I would love to see it. It's just, my, my point is, in this in radical rambling, is that this series is really good and you should be reading it. Um, 
Let's see, a couple covers on that one to choose from. We've got Spawn 324. See how they're just doing two covers now? It's because there's no paper at, um, image. And you know what? I should probably say this, too. Everything, despite what they're saying for the FOCs and stuff here, um, and like the release dates and all of that, everything is, like, so far behind in deleted image right now because of their paper shortage. Um, you know, don't... <laughs> Don't print that many copies of Gunslinger Spawn if you're not going to be able to print everything else, you know? Um, but, yeah, no, it's... it's whatever. We're not, I'm not going to place blame on anybody. But, yeah, that's just... Uh, you'll, you'll be noticing some changes with the uh, image real soon. Also, no more second prints. That's getting ready to be a thing here soon as well. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that here in more detail uh, soon, I would imagine. Um, uh, but yeah, no, Spawn, 324. Two covers to choose from. We've got Saint Mercy, wrapping up with the fourth issue there. Um, that ticks is blood, number 12. I hear good things about this series, in which I haven't gotten around to reading yet. Uh, Time Before Time, number 7. Two covers to choose from there. And Vinyl, wrapping up with its sixth issue. I'm excited for that sixth issue to come out, so I can do a little bingey binge because the shit looks weird, and as more and more covers come out as the series progressed on, I was like, oh, I don't want to read this, but I want to make sure that I get it all in one sitting, because I don't want to have to wait. Because, yeah, it's, it's just one of the... Hmm, I want to binge it, that's all. Um, all right, let's wrap up the FOCs now with Marvel. Let me make sure I have all of my uh, notes ready here. You know, make sure we don't miss out on anything worthy of speculation, am I right? Um, Spider-Man number 80 dot a baby uh, beyond B-E-Y so yeah it's tie-in stuff there um, but uh, yeah there you go Th two covers there we've also got Amazing Spider-Man number 81 as well uh, one two three covers here there's a Devil's Reign villain variant to which I do not have the image for uh, I'm very curious about that I want to know what that is um uh, Avengers Tech On, number five. That looks like Wolverine in a tech suit there. That's fucking badass. Um, I've really just... I, I've been picking up this series just because anything Iron Man related I have to have. So that's really what it comes down to. They're all in suits made by Iron Man that resemble their... You get it, people. Um, let's see, a couple covers there. Tech... Or fucking Momoko. Oh, Jesus Christ. She just put a bunch of lines on paper there. What the fuck is going on? Okay, I... Nope. <laughs> Black Panther, number two. Due to be ordered by the weekend. John Ridley continues on. Black Panther, number two. Look at that Alex Ross cover. Look at it. And then there's a Miles Morales anniversary on this done by Lashley. God, I'm digging. That's like that old Miles Morales suit, too classic. Uh, and then there's a Leaf Field variant. And a Devil's Reign variant, which I don't have an image for. And a Scotty Young variant, which I don't have an image for. Hmm. Alright. Um, if you're a facsimile collector like I am now, for those out-of-reach books, um, Conan the Barbarian. Yep, I will uh, be all over this one. I want me some... I want the first issue of Conan. You know? I want to be able to read it. And afford it. Uh, Death of Doctor Strange Blade, number one. Um, now, let's see here. Was there... I don't know. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Like, they're bringing in Blade right now, and it's kind of like an off-the-wall character to bring into a Death of Doctor Strange story arc. 
But we know that Blade is coming in the cinematic universe, and who knows what type of little crap they might just throw in there. I don't see the series having a high print run. So just keep that in mind. Um, that's that's where I'm at on this one. It's uh, it's a gamble as far as like speculation goes, but I also kind of have a feeling they might be throwing a curveball at us and throwing in something cool. Because Marvel tends to do that. They don't always advertise all the all the you know, <laughs> yeah, all the 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 the, the awesome stuff. That they uh yeah you know what the fuck I'm trying to say here. Um, but yeah, there you go. Death of Doctor Strange, Blade. Two covers there. Uh, Defenders, number four. Two covers there. Demon Days, Rising Storm. So this is, you know, the Momoko-verse is what they call it now. But, uh, yeah. One, two, three, four, five covers on that one. Um, what is that? Like, fucking Kung Fu Panda on that variant? That's what that reminds me of. What is What is the... Hmm... Looks very Kung Fu Panda-y. I don't know, it doesn't matter. I'll never see it again. Uh, Devil's Reign. Here it is. I kind of had this on my FOC last week, but I, I don't know if there was just a... I, I don't know what I did. Um, but the fact is, is that uh, this is Devil's Reign. Um, you're you're going to want to pick it up. Uh, I, I don't remember if I talked about it last week or not. I think I did. But um, if, if I didn't, yeah, fucking here's your reminder again. This is the next big Marvel event. It says right here, a Marvel event. And it's Kingpin-centered, so just personally for me. Duh. But yeah, I'm friggin' all about it, people. And there's 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 covers, too. We got a Bradshaw connecting variant. I'll probably be picking up all of the connecting variants. Um, a Momoko variant. A red blank sketch variant. The Scotty Young variant is neato because it's got the old uh, Electra Daredevil on there. You know, we haven't seen him draw that yet, I don't think. I don't think. Have we seen Scotty Young draw their Electra yet? I don't know. Either way, it's fun. Uh, Eternals, number eight. This series will be canceled any minute now, I'd imagine. Um... Not that the series is bad, but the series is only out to get people excited about, uh... I mean, it's Kieran Gillen writing it. Kieran Gillen and Asad Rabik. Like, this is an all-star team, but nobody's reading this story. Let's face it, people. I mean, if, I'm not one to judge something just based off of early reviews and shit, but I didn't have a whole lot of faith in this Eternals thing to begin with. Nobody... I've yet to see a positive review for Eternals. Um, and the only reason they came out with this book and, and is to boost that movie, get people excited about the movie. They had to put a killer all-star creative team behind it. But now that the movie has already pretty much just made up its mind, it's not going to do well. This series will be canceled any minute now. So just, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a shame, and I, I don't want to see it. It's just, but at the same time, Marvel can clear some shelf space as well. Uh, a few covers to choose from on it. We've got Excalibur, number 26. couple covers there. Hellions, number 18. Uh, three covers there. That Philip Tan variant's pretty badass. Uh, Hulk, number two. Hmm, look at that. Oh, that's fucking cool. Hulk looks like Kingpin. Oh, that is badass. I like that. Oh, he's got a little cane. Oh, look at that. He's got a little cane. That looks badass, people. Um, I want to know what this is about. 
uh, yeah, I can't wait to read that first Hulk issue. I'm so excited. Uh, we've got Kang the Conqueror wrapping up with this fifth issue. Look at that Del Mundo cover. I'm telling you, people. The cycle of Kang comes to an end, and the cycle of Kang begins anew. Nathaniel Richards wages one last battle in his war against fate, but did any of it make a difference? Does time mean nothing to Kang, or does Kang mean nothing to time? <laughs> um, yeah, it's fucking A. Uh, I, this is another one that I'll be reading, uh, binging. You know, fifth issue comes out, Brian reads. That's this is uh, the B cover is pretty gnarly too. Who is that? I don't know who that is on the cover there. Who is that lady? She's got the old red sword arm there and the green and yellow armor. Is she, I mean, she resembles a Valkyrie, but I can't. I mean, I don't, I can't say that for sure. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Kazar. Lord of the Savage Land, number four, two covers there. We've got Miles Morales, number 33, and there's a Devil's Reign variant on there that I don't have an image for. Um, there's also, I also know that the one in 25 on this is pretty fucking rad too, so keep your eye on that. I think it'll sell uh, sell well, resell well, if you will. Uh, Moon Knight, number six, always one to keep an eye on, and also a Devil's Reign villain variant. I'm very excited to see what these turn out to be. I hope they reveal them by the by the cutoff date. I don't have to just pick them all up blindly, but we'll see. Um, they're bringing back a Miss Marvel miniseries here, Miss Marvel Beyond Limit, number one. It's a five-parter. Uh, there's a, a Stormbreakers. Looks like an action figure variant there. That's Momoko. Yeah. Uh, you know what? If it's a uh, <laughs> never mind. Um, and Natasha Bustos on the Miles Morales variant that I don't have an image for. So there you go. And there's also a Scotty Young variant as well. They really do need to start releasing these this artwork sooner. Um, but yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, Savage Avengers, number 27. Gotta love the shit out of that, right? Uh, Star Wars, Darth Vader, number 19. Three covers there. Uh, I still think Darth Vader's the best series Marvel's putting out right now. And um, that's, that's a high bar, people. High bar. Star Wars High Republic number 12. I do believe this to be a first cover appearance. Um, I don't know who this... Uh, hmm. I don't know who this character is. I don't remember seeing them on any covers in the past. I could be wrong, but... Uh, yeah. It's, it's hard to say for sure. Fuck. I mean, you know what? Let me... Let me just triple check here my notes. I don't remember seeing anything in the uh, in the fucking key collector. Um, <laughs> First of all, let me make sure I got the release date right here. Oh no, this one comes out a little bit later. The eighth is when this one comes out. That that helps. Uh, da 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 da. Uh, ba -ba, ba -ba. Oh, come on, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah, no, it doesn't say here. It's listed in Key Collector, but it doesn't say anything about a first cover appearance or anything like that. Either way, it's a badass cover appearance. Um, it's got to be a first solo cover appearance, if that's even a thing. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Keep it in mind, people. Keep it in mind. Uh, it is, it's fucking, I think anything High Republic is worth a hold right now. Uh, three covers on that one, or wait, no, one, two covers on that one. We've got Strange Academy number 14, uh, a couple covers there. 
The Thing, number two, there is said to be a first appearance popping up in this. And by the way, while I'm looking that up, uh, you have to, have to, have to, have to, have to get the variant on this one. This Kevin Eastman Thing variant is rad. I mean, come on. <laughs> How could you not? How could you not? Um, God damn it, I know I saw it in here. I know something was listed in here, damn it. Was it just issue one that had all the... Huh, maybe so. Um, but, okay, well, fuck it. Just pick up an A and a B. That B cover, I think, is going to do very, very well. And there's a Devil's Reign variant as well. I wish I knew what they fucking look like. Uh, we've got uh, Venom number three. Mm-hmm. Remember what happened the last time a Venom number three came out? Yeah, I don't... I don't. <laughs> how weird would that be, huh? Uh, you know how Marvel can confuse everybody? If I can, yeah, make another Venom number three key. We'll see. I don't see that happening. There's nothing uh, nothing noted, at least. Uh, there's a Devil's Reign variant, and there's a John Boy variant. I think you're going to want that John Boy variant. I haven't seen it, but it's a John Boy variant. Um, Wastelanders Hawkeye. Ho, ho, ho. Yes, it's time for Wastelanders books, people. And I'm going to go ahead and say collect all of them. Um, and if you're a speculator... Probably not a bad thing to pick up at least at least two of all of this stuff, whether there's stuff solicited or not. Um, you, you, Wastelanders is just... Ah, you never know. You never know. I feel like it's something they could just throw stuff in unexpectedly. Um, but there's a connecting color variant, whatever that means, on this. Um, so that's, that's exciting. Um, and a, uh, a Mobili variant as well. Then we've also got Wool Wastelanders Wolverine, number one. Now, there is something solicited as far as a first appearance on this one. And what was it? It was the Kingpin's Thunderbolts. Wait, no, I'm looking at Devil's Reign. Oh, yeah, so know that. <laughs> Devil's Reign solicits the first appearance of the Kingpin's Thunderbolts, but... Where the, where the fuck was it? Uh, the Downfall. That's what it is. An enemy of Wolverine with animantium armor, according to the Key Collector app. So, could be neat. You know? Uh, who knows? Maybe it's a descendant of Solemn. Oh, ho, ho. Because Solemn's kind of made of animantium, too, I believe. Gotta love it. There's a podcast connecting variant on this, whatever that means. So there's a color connecting on the Hawkeye and a podcast connecting on this one from Steve McNiven. Well, sold on Steve McNiven. Um, I don't know what that means. But being that I have a podcast and all, I'm curious. I'm super curious. Um, and then uh, finally, to wrap up the FOCs this week, we've got X-Force number 26. Two covers to choose from on that one. So there you have it, people. Um, I am going to uh, take a break. I have run longer than I thought. I am going to uh, leave you with an Apocalypse promo, and I will be back this evening from the first day of Comic-Con to uh, tell you all about the uh, the books uh, coming out next new comic book day, December 1st. So this episode may be uh, just a few hours later than normal, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm on, yeah I'll be right back. Fucking Comic-Con, bitches. Why can't he put you in the shark? Because you can't grapple a ghost. <laughs> Fucking obviously. You can't, he's a ghost! You can't!
grapple a ghost! Beans, cool, I can't- there's already a dead body involved! Exactly! Very full. Sometimes when you do some crime, people die. And it's okay. We're the Broken Lords. We provide the finest actual play RPG-related nonsense this side of the internet. Follow us on Twitter at Lords Broken, and give us a listen on any major podcasting platform. I'd like to remind you about a book that I've spoken highly of uh, in the past on this show before, and that's Unicorn Vampire Hunter. Uh, Kayla Palmquist has been on the show a couple of times now. And um, my my little seven-year-old, my seven-year-old girl, she is a massive fan of Unicorn Vampire Hunter. And guess what? Well, I'm sure you could guess. It's back. It's back on Kickstarter. So if you go on over to unicornvampirehunter.com, and uh, you're going to want to back this book, people, whether you have kids or not. <laughs> it's it's just a fun story. And, you know, I uh, normally would have Caleb on to talk about it, but... You know, I'm scheduling stuff happened, and I wasn't gonna not uh, have this this book be spouted about from the rooftops. So, uh, yeah, metaphorically speaking, of course. So head on over to unicornvampirehunter.com and uh, find out what it's all about, man. Um, it's 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 all in the title. It's a thing of beauty, and uh, yeah, I, I just I, it's one of those books that. I, I can't not recommend, and especially if you've got youngsters, mine, mine, she's addicted, she's addicted. So once again, head on over to unicornvampirehunter.com and get you, uh, get you some of this Caleb Palmquist goodness. Alright, I'm back, as promised, and, uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to talk all about everything. Did it just happen between Nyam Nyam? But, um, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> bottle all that up and uh, save all that later for later. And, uh, oh man. Seriously, people, you have no, no idea. Uh, uh, fan Expo's dope. Dope, 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 dope. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Eh, yeah, I'm, I'll get all up in that. All up in that. And an upcoming episode. Uh, so, yeah, let's do this. Let's talk about the books coming out this next new comic book day. November 3rd? November 3rd, there we go. Uh, Alright, starting with the, uh, the, the the lunar books here. So, technically, I guess it'd be the second. Uh, we got Arkham City, The Order of the World, number two. Uh, yeah, no, I'm all about this series. Still, I'm glad I picked up everything I did with this. And, uh, yeah. Uh, amazing, amazing is Mean Poochery cover as well. Good lot. Uh, we got, uh, Batman number 116. Uh, and I'm gonna scoot on through these unless there's something of, uh, you know, like, speculative significance or something has changed or something like that. I don't know. Um, uh, the fifth issue of Batman Reptilian, 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 out this week. I bit my tongue just now. That's why that uh, one of them syllables didn't come out. Uh, but we we push on, right? Uh, Cully Hamner, sweet freaking B cover there. Uh, super, what is this? Superman or Batman? Superman Authority Special Number One, one shot. Ooh, yes, gotta love it here. Uh, some some covers to choose from. We got Batman: The Adventures Continue Season Two Number Six. We've got Crushing Lobo number six. Ooh, that's an eight-parter. Getting there. Look at that Nicole Gooby cover. 
Look at it. Oh shit, Dark Knights of Steel's out this week? Oh man. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty pumped on this. Definitely, definitely pumped on this one. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. Big book, people. I think it's think it's gonna I mean I don't know how big it's going to be speculatively but as far as uh you know staple stories and comic book history I think this one's gonna be one of them I'm telling you uh we've got DC Whore presents Soul Plumber number two love the first issue I mean I don't know if I love the first issue but I like the first issue quite a bit very intrigued intrigued enough to keep going with it and look at that Kelly Jones cover on the B mmm Mm. Uh, <laughs> they're creepy. Uh, Human Target number one that comes out this week. It's a, uh, it's a Tom King Greg Smallwood joint. You know, it's one of them. Uh, uh, fuck Christopher Chance and shit. Human Target. You know, I, I don't know. It's serious for me. It'd probably be one that I pass up on, which probably means it's gonna end up somehow being bigger than Mister Miracle, and everybody's gonna be all over it, and it's gonna be yeah, you know. That's what happens when I pass up on a book. Sometimes it's in your, uh, it's in your favor when I do such things. Um, Icon and Rocket number four. This week we've got uh, the old Joker presents the puzzle box. Hmm. Number four on that B cover, that Ryan Brown cover. Ryan Brown kill. I mean, I did. I might be a little bit of a Professor Pig fanatic, but uh, oh god, that's good. So good. It's got Scarecrow too. You know. But Professor Pick, come on. Uh, Justice League Infinity in number five. Uh, da, 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 da. Lots and lots and lots of uh, trades this week. Uh, Mr. Miracle, the Source of Freedom, number six. That's wrapping up there. Ooh. Um, what's, what's the Valentine Delandro variant? Look at it. Oh, that egg. That, that, I mean, but that egg, Yannick Paquette cover is so good. Fuck, that is badass. That is so badass. Speaking of bad, my bad. Number one, from my dude, Mark Russell. Um, and uh, Bryce Ing Ingham. Yes, Ingham. Uh, so Mark Russell's co-writing it. You know, I can't give him all the credit. And uh, Peter Krauss doing the uh, <laughs> doing the art there. It's, it's, it's... It, it, I mean, it's, it's a bunch of b-list superheroes that aren't really super awesome being superheroes and that's why they're b-listers and oh it's gonna be fun people i got a feeling it's gonna be real fun um static number four uh we've got superman 78 number three mm -hmm. some of that superman 1978 movie stuff all up in comic book form gotta love it uh swamp thing number nine two covers there oh that well, who's that m gist em gist that's so good. Look at his tree throne. Ugh, Game of Thrones ain't got shit on this one. I mean, don't get me wrong, this is like a single... But it's still badass. It's still badass. Uh, I'm not gonna... Uh, Teen Titans Academy, number seven? Uh, oh, yeah. No, I, I'm remembering the whole Gorilla Grodd arc now. I'm digging it. Is, it. is it just me, or does it feel like it's been a minute since we've had Teen Titans Academy? Maybe not. That B cover, Steve Lieber, are you kidding me? That's that's amazing. I love it. I love it. Look at old Gorilla Greg all robined out. Gorilla Grodd on top of the rooftops. Ugh. Ugh that's so freaking bad arse. 
So uh, that's it. Um, there are a whole lot of like soft covers and trades and stuff from a bunch of titles that I haven't really heard of this week. Um, just, you know, for the sake of randomness, let's see if there's any publisher's names on here that I can uh, know. I'm going to say that they're mostly out of scout, though. Uh, may maybe? Yeah, I'm going to say mostly out of scout. I don't think any of these are... Uh, ahoy. But they could be? See, I, I, it doesn't say. See, that's one thing that Lunar could potentially do a better job on on their solicits page. Let me know who it's coming from. That's all. That's all. This is a minor, minor, minor note. Minor note. Uh, Alright, that's it for Lunar, people. I got my FOC's order in. How about you? Let's head on over to uh, Diamond. Let's see what's new and exciting next week in the world of comics. November 3rd, Wednesday. New comic book day. Can you tell I'm stalling because my filters still aren't in place? Vault. Vault Comics. Oh, there's a lot here. We've got Blue Flame, number five. I am regrettably behind on this on this series, but I have loved very much the first two issues, and I see nobody slowing down on it that has felt the same way I did. You know? Um, yeah, nah, I'm pretty pumped on pretty pumped on this one. I think this is Vault's, uh, Vault's big superhero uh, franchise right here. Blue Flame. It's coming. We've got a number one to get excited about. We've got Rush. Um, and just a reminder of what Rush is, just in case, from uh, Simon Spurrier, Nathan Good. This hungry earth reddens under snow-clad hills. 1899 Yukon Territory. A frozen frontier bloodied and bruised by the last great gold rush. Remember that? Um, but in the lawless waste to the north, something whispers in the hindbrains. I like that word, hindbrains. Because it's like, but at the same time in brains. <laughs> it could be like an insult, you know what I'm I'm going to start calling people hindbrains. Um, uh, something whispers in the hindbrains <laughs> of men, drawing them to the blighted valley where giant spider tracks mark the snow and impossible guns roar in the night. And there's more and more, but we've been through this already. I was just reminding you, remember? Alright, I'm reminding you that I'm reminding you. Um, no, badass. Come on, spider cowboys in the old west? I mean, I don't know if it's spider cowboys, but... Spiders versus cowboys? <laughs> I'm into it, man. I I know I'm not saying that ironically. Um, but I, I, this this looks badass. Uh, and there's a plethora of covers to choose from, um, and a whole heap of exclusives as well. Or not exclusives. I'm sorry, incentives. There may be some exclusives out there. I don't recall, but you know, um, I'm I'm Simon Spurrier, people. And then uh, we've got World of Darkness, number two, as well. So those are your Vault Comics this week. Uh, carrying on, carrying on. Scout. Scoot. We've got uh, By the Horns, number seven, the final issue. Not, because it's been slated as an ongoing, and I found out that this, is, this isn't like a 12-issue a thing, or a 15-issue thing, or a 20-issue thing. It's not even a 25-issue thing, people. Marcus Onnato has this set up for 40. 40. 40 issues on By the Horns. Ah. <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh, I learned some shit here at Comic-Con recently. 
I did. Uh, but I'll save that for another time, potentially. But there it is for now. Cherry Blackbird number four. Gotta love a smoky joint. I'm looking forward to this one. I'll come into fruition so I can... I'm excited, man. It's everything about it. There's a lot of leather jackets on these covers, and I'm into that kind of thing, you know? You know? Uh, oh, check this out. Epic Tavern Tales from the Fantastical Crimes Unit. Where have you heard that before? Well, um, Sean French and Steve Marto have been on the podcast, and we talked all about it. And I geeked the hell out, and it was potentially, I mean, quite possibly one of my favorite interviews of the entire year. And, I mean, considering, I don't know, really hardly anything about these guys' comic book careers going into this, you know, I had to do some some, some researching. Granted, it didn't take a whole lot of research. They're right there. I just, they're, they're, they're big in other ways. They're just breaking into comics. And, I mean, ugh, look at them. Look at them. I mean, well, no, I, I can't say that for Sean French. Sean French has been in comics for quite some time, just on different levels. Uh, but uh, not all together. I mean, this is just... Don't sleep on this one, people. And you know, you know how you these video gamers are all up into their video game books, and they're the last to know that there's a comic book about their video game. So if you're a speculator, maybe, maybe there is that to this. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, is it crossing over with Batman? You know, no, no, but come on, I mean, this is, this is a tale of these characters, I don't, we talked all about it, people, listen to the freaking creator corner if you have to, and then we've got Snatch number three, how about that second issue is Snatched, huh, like, no spoilers, but fuck that dog, uh, <laughs> you'll see, um, Jesus Christ, now Snatched is hardcore, uh, way more hardcore in the second one. That's for damn sure. Like, the first one was dark. The second one was like, oh, shit, okay. Oh, shit, okay. You know? You know. Uh, but now we got, mm, look at this. Look at look at this trio of presidential bank robbers on here. We got our Obamas. We got our Hillarys. We got our Trumpers. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's quite the trio there, huh? With some, uh, some guns. They got some guns, and... Oh, who knows what's gonna happen. Uh, and, uh, honestly, Scout's putting out amazing shit, people. Great week for Scout. Buy them all. Get them all. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm still scrolling. <laughs> it doesn't go fast enough. Let's see what else is out there. Come on, is there anything fanographics? Give me a pit stop. Nope. Nope. But it gave me something to talk about for a second while I stole some more. Uh, black mask? Nope. <sighs> Jeepers creepers. See, I really don't know why they list them in the thing if they don't have anything. Because it's not every week that they list everything. I'm confused. Uh, from Behemoth, we've got Turbo Kid, Apple's Lost Adventure. This is the uh, just a two-parter, two-part mini micro-series. Um, who's doing this? Uh, a nuke whistle. <laughs> that sounds like words. I nuke whistle. I don't mean to make fun of their name. I'm making fun of my uh, intellectual lacking. See, there it goes again. And then we've got Yoan Carl Whistle. Oh, look at them. They're family. Huh. Uh, Francois Samard? Is that what this is? 
Right on, man. I, I, the only reason I'm like still staying on this is I don't know people are into Turbo Kid. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot to go off of here other than there's a cult movie. This is a comic, and I don't really know anything about the uh, the creators. Uh, regrettedly, regret, regret, regretfully, regrettably. See, I told you I was stupid. Jesus fucking! I'm telling you, Comic Con ate my brains. It did. It ate my brains so much. Uh, um. I regret nothing. Ahoy there. We've got, like I said, my bad. Remember how I told you my bad? Well, it's also coming out from Diamond as well, so it won't be a separate distribution dates. Other, than, yeah, I was gonna say other than Tuesday and Wednesday, but um, no, these even though they're lunar books, uh, they they still can't come out till Wednesday. That's just a DC thing as far as the Tuesdays go. Um, Aftershock. From Aftershock, we've got After Dark One Shot. This is a an oversized horror anthology with Jim Starlin and Frank Thietti and Cullen Bunn and Joe Pruitt and Cliff Richards and Simon Kudansky and Joe Isma and Nicole Jelinek. I was on a roll until that last one. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kellenick? Is that what it is? Kellenick? Uh, fucking, I hope I picked this one up. This one looks neat. Neato. Look at that. Come on. Ah, uh, need it. Need it. It's a week week too late. Well, not even really a week too late. It's a few days too late. Does, just because Halloween's over, does that mean spooky season has to end, people? Do we have to go right up to molesting dead turkeys? Campisi, number three. That's coming out this week from Aftershock. And uh, we've got The Heathens, number one. Mm -hmm. Cullen Bun, people. Need I say more? Um... I mean, Aftershock, there. I said more. That's that's probably all you need. Not to take away from any other creators on here, but let's face it, people. Let's sell in the book here. Aftershock sticker and Cullen Bunn's uh, name on first billing. That's, that's, that's what's going to happen there. Then we got Out of Body number five. Uh, is this... <laughs> I'm trying to see if this is the end or if this is an ongoing. Because, you know, that questionable fifth issue you know how you indies like to go oh it's just a little fucking five-parter and then you realize sales are good and be like ah it's an ongoing but if sales just so happen to unfortunately not be great they're like oh yeah it's an all-contained story you know i'm not gonna work in this universe anymore you see i mean it's, it's, it's a safe bet you know but i want to see some confidence in my books you know what i mean let's just say yeah there's 40 issues right off the bat and you're gonna buy every single one of them, you know, it's going to be the next chew, 60 issues, there, I said it, um, I don't mean, is that the case for Out of Body, I don't know, I, it just, just doesn't say it's ending, but, yeah. I've been enjoying this series, I really have, um, I went into it kind of, I don't know, I might have already read this before, but that's not, it's not the case at all, um, it's good, very unique, uh, what's up from a blaze, we've got Laura, uh-huh. Just Laura. That's it. Um, from uh, Ablaze. Number one. It, okay, it's Laura number one. It's not just Laura, sorry. Aardvark. Nothing. Damn. I gotta love a good Aardvark homage. Or, um, I guess it'd be more of a parody than an homage, huh? Boom. What? That can't be right. That can't be right. It's... Okay, well, I click on Boom... But the label says DC Comics, so something's a little screwy here, I would imagine. Huh. 
There's books from Boom coming out, people, I would imagine. And so something's just screwed up on the previews world website as we speak at this moment in time. Um, uh, dynamite, d d d dynamite, yep, yep, yep. Uh, should we count boobs? Nah. We got stuff to do. IDW. Jesus Christ, my, uh, oh, my, 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 my throat's raw. I talk it to a lot of people. Um, uh, Star Trek Mirror War, number two. And, uh, oh, we've got a TMNT best of. The old April O'Neil. Mm-hmm. I like it, man. Gotta love a best of April, right? I should have been getting all of these. I, I, I regret not doing that. I, I really do. Slowly, okay, a little bit from Dark Horse this week. We've got, uh... The old Critical Role, Vox Machina, Origins. There's too many lines there for me to determine what chapter it is. I can't tell if it's three or four. Um, number four. Just no Critical Role, Vox Machina, number four. Uh, we've got Hellboy, Bones of Giants, number one. This is a four-parter, too, people. Look at Mignola going the distance. Sorry, I'm going to talk shit. Um, and I really don't. Last Flight Out, number three. Yay. I haven't got around to reading number one yet. I do own it now, thanks to one nerdsforever.com, and I do believe that hot book that everybody's speculating on and hoarding, there still might be a copy available. At least there was the last I looked. See, I'm not stingy, people. I'll leave some of it to you, too. I will. Uh, Lucky De sometimes. Lucky Devil, number four. Not all the time. Um, don't sleep on nerdsforever.com. 307nerdsforever.com. Cheers to comics. Check out. Save 10% on a hot book. Less than fair market value. Lucky Devil number four. This is a four-parter. Or is it? Probably it is. Uh, no, I mean, I don't mean to... <laughs> I think this one's probably set up for four. Uh, we'll see, though. I don't know. I don't know. It's Colin Bunn. Uh, we've got uh, Orphan and the Five Beasts number three. Oh, we've had quite the gap between... Issues there. It's good to see that one back. I'm not necessarily reading it, but it's good to see it back because it sure is a pretty cover to look at. Oh, I love this art. James Stokey. Stoko. Stoko? Stoko. I don't know stuff good. Uh, Stranger Things. Winter Special. One shot. Don't you dare say Winter Special. It is barely fall. I still see leaves. There's pumpkins. You know? It's, don't do this to me. You're not allowed. But I guess by the time it comes out in November, it'll still be fall, you fuckers. I guess it's a stocking stuffer. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. I'm not talking shit on this book. I'm just talking shit. Cause <laughs> image comics. Look over there. Uh, let's see. There we go. Here's some image comics for you. We'll see what actually... Now, I gotta say. Um, image comics, their release times... Our, uh, ish is the word. Ish-ish. Uh, each issue is... Mm, never mind, I lost it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, they could tell us one thing and uh, be told why uh, three different ways. Um, but the fact is, is just know that image may say or diamond or whoever may say a book's coming out at a sec certain time but there there's a paper shortage right now 
Um, and I will contribute it to Gunslinger Spawn. And probably King Spawn didn't help at all either with that massive print run. But it's just, uh, you'll start noticing some things. A uh, big one being no more reprints. And like I said, I'll talk about that again. But, uh, man. Uh, so, supposedly, and I'm not talking shit, but just supposedly, these are the books that are supposed ugly to be coming out <laughs> uh, this week, but more than likely it was the books that were supposed to come out last week, coming out this week. We'll see. Uh, A Thing Called Truth, number one. Uh, we've got Firepower, number 17. We've got Frontiersman, number two. This is a make-or-break issue, if you ask me. Um, lots of speculation around that number one, but like I said, if you were to ask me, that number two better be a banger baller. All of all of the amazing good words that make a comic book amazing. Um, bang or baller's not usually one of them. Banger for sure. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna give it a little whirl. Uh, but uh, yeah, as for speculate, I don't know, man. I, I just I'm so on the fence on this one. I feel like it could build up to something, but I, I feel on this book like how a lot of people felt on Radiant Black. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. Uh, good Asian. Number six. We've got Inkblot. Number 13. We've got Philadelphia. Number 18. Look at that cover. Jesus Christ. Simon Bisley. Bisley? I think it's Bisley. Fuck, that is so good. And you don't even have to purchase a variant to get it. There's no variant this week on Philadelphia? Usually they have the best variants. Not even one. Hmm. It's because all the money went into Simon Bisley. Not, I mean, but fuck. All of the money. They always get banger variant cover artists. They switch it up constantly. That is so goddamn good. So good. Oh, God. Uh, Magic Order 2. Number 1. Oh, here we go. Chapter 2. See, once again, it's one of those things where they couldn't have just gone number 7. It's a number 1. But at the same time, market, marketing, mar, uh, market-wise, there we go. Porky Pig the fuck out of that one. Uh, it, it, it does make sense, you know, because you want people jumping on number ones. It's hard to jump on on the number seven. And if you can contain them in single arcs, then so be it, you know. You don't have to go back and read two. But, yeah, there you go. Uh, lots of covers. Well, not lots, but a few. Few to choose from. Uh, the Me You Love in the Dark, number four. All right, people. If, if this is this is one of them ones, one of them one ones that. <laughs> if you're not reading this series, be prepared. And I, I, I've said it before on social media. I'll say it again. This is comic book art. Um, and the final page of that last issue, number three. It was it was a like weird what the fuck moment, but at the same time, you know, it got you thinking like Jesus Christ, what what is. There's something to this, um, y y and you know whatever it is, you don't know what it is, but whatever it is, it's good, and you can't wait to figure out what it is. And we still have two more issues to figure out what it is, and one of those issues this week, supposedly. But uh, uh, if you are not reading the Me You Love in the Dark, um, first of all, good luck finding number one for cover price at this point. You might have to pick up reprints, which there are on the way. Uh, but, uh, god damn, it's good. So good. 
Scotty Young, and this is the same people that brought you Middle West. Scotty Young, Jorge Corona, uh, Jean-Francois, bleh. Oh my god. Jesus. There you go. All of the, uh, uh, blaspheming words. I could, oh, good. Uh, Sweet Paprika, number three. Oh, that's the second printing. There you go. Uh, we've got Newburn, number one. Now, like, if I would have read just the description of this, I would have been like, eh, not for me. Not, I'm not I'm not into it. But then it's, I see it's like, oh, shit, it's done by Chip Zorsky. 100%. Yeah, I'll, I'll give this a, a cracky poo. I don't know who any of the other creators are on this. Nadia Shamas. Uh, Ziad Yusuf. See here, Ayab. I, 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 I apologize. Shouldn't have even attempted. Um, but I mean, I can't not try to give them credit though. I'm gonna check it out, people. And I know a lot of people are excited. Speculators are, are, are rubbing their, rubbing their uh, little buggy hands together on this one. We'll see what happens. Uh, a couple covers to choose from on the direct market. There, we've got Primordial number two. Oh. It was a slow burn through the first issue, but the payoff at the end was great. Um, it's it's Jeff Lemire, so mm -hmm. I, I if this second issue I'm expecting to be a crazy. I really am. Uh, Radiant Black number nine. It's, I don't even need to try to talk it up anymore. The book's doing it. It's it's it's, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> it's, it's doing its own its own good now. Speaks for itself. That's what I'm trying to say. Silver coin number six. What? I thought it was a miniseries. Well, in case you missed that announcement, Snot. Snot's now an ongoing. Uh, congratulations, Michael Walsh. Walsh. I apologize. You're a monster, and uh, you deserve all of this. And at the same time, um, Joshua Williamson as a writer on this. Yeah. A billion times. Yeah. What's it called? High score. I want to know. Uh, fuck yeah, I want to know. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, this is a this is one of the greatest horror anthologies out there. Like it's creeping up in there with the ice cream man status. It's mm. um, Spawn three twenty three coming out this week, and uh, that that mm, Bjorn Barons uh, clown cover. Remember when I talked about it on Polis Priorities? And I was like, I don't know, people. I don't hear anybody talking about this yet. I get in on this one. Um, well, it wasn't until after pre-order that I started seeing people. Oh shit! This is pretty cool. Wait, hold. Batman, Captain America, One Woman, and an image book. Huh. So everybody was late. Everybody. I can't say everybody, but according to the the posts I was seeing, I wasn't seeing anybody hyping it up before him. It was all holy shit afterwards. So that's a good sign. But at the same time. It's also a spawn book. So how printed is it? And there's not at least this week, there's not a B cover being released, you know? I don't know how many uh how many more variants Spawn's gonna be able to afford to do um coming up in the future with this whole paper shortage. Cause, you know, just the regular run did three variants or I mean three covers minimum, not including incentives and all of that stuff. Uh, just, and then, then you got King Spawn and Gunslinger Spawn, and we'll see. You know, this is the first week that there's not multiple covers to choose from, but I do believe initially there were variants for this, so maybe they uh, repurposed them for the sake of, uh, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but either way, 
I have a feeling that this this book, this this Spawn three twenty three, eventually, if not immediately, will be something that Spawn collectors or Batman collectors or Captain America collector. Blah, 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 you, 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 fuck, I'm going. You know, you, you know, it's gonna be something. I'm telling you, because it's image. Isn't that weird? Uh, Two Moons, number six, that's coming out this week. And then we've got The Walking Dead, Deluxe, number 26. Would you believe we already have 26? Jesus Christ, only 170 to go, right? Is that right? 170? Yeah, 170. Look at me. Look at me in my math, my slow, slow math. But I got it right the first time. Um, probably. I need somebody to double-check that. Anybody? There's, there's nobody around. It's just me, people. It always, it always is. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Um, lots of lots of indie books to get excited about this week, people. Bow show. Now let's see what uh, let's see what Marvel's all about, huh? Um, Amazing Fantasy number four. Uh, we've got Darkhawk number three. Oh, is that Kyle Higgins joint, huh? Kyle Higgins bailed on Fan Expo Denver this week, guys. I brought all of my... Bl- um, I'll get into that. Um, <laughs> I'm not mad at him. Not much. I'm kidding. Uh, Death, <laughs> Death of Doctor Strange, number one. Second printing. Oh, yeah. Possible... Who knows, man? Who knows what this could potentially turn into. We'll just have to see what this series is all about to really know how important these uh, these characters are. Like I said, the secondary uh, Doctor Strange-looking fella here on the cover. It'll be a first cover appearance. I mean, if he does amount to anything, but no one's really hyping it up yet because, I mean, everyone's just kind of, like, waiting for the dice to keep rolling at this point. It's uh, the never-ending craps table on that shoot. <laughs> There's a good metaphor. Doctor, Death of Doctor Strange, Strange Ad- Avengers. Sorry, let me try that one more time. <sighs> Death of Doctor Strange, Avengers, number one. This is a one-shot tie-in. You know what I mean? And we've got the uh, second printing of Moon Knight, number three. Probably could be something, you know? Uh, the, 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 the last issue, or the regular, or, yeah, the first printing of number three. It went quick. Find it now. Look for it. Good luck. So, there you go. Who knows what this could turn into, and it's just it's a black and white variant on top of it all. So, collectors, just be after it for that sake. I don't know, man. It's a key issue. It's going to be big in the Moon Knight universe going forward. There's there's really no doubt about that. He did, Moon Knight doesn't have really enough of a universe to create a cinematic <laughs> storyline with. Let's face it. He's got a little bit, but not enough. Um, so let's, let's, uh, and not all of it's usable. Let's put it that way. Let's, let's, let's see what these, uh, Dr. Badir and, uh, old, uh, oh, fuck, let's see if his name's in there. No, I don't, uh, I can't remember his name. Doesn't matter. But uh, Dr. Badir, that's, that's, yeah. Um, Star Wars, number 18. Uh, then we've got a bunch of covers here. Lots of covers. Uh, Bounty Hunters, number 17. Jeez, bounty hunters catching up to Star Wars, or do they come out at the same time? They might have come out at the same time that I think about it, uh, or close to it, obviously. Uh, Strange Academy presents Death of Doctor Strange number one. Okay, I see what they did there. 
you know, this is one that I got a feeling about people, and I said this before in Polis Priorities. Like, there's not nothing really solicited here, but my, I think the whole purpose of the Death of Doctor Strange story arc is to build up something within the Strange Academy universe, make one of these students a Sorcerer Supreme, and I think um, th there may be some some further insight. Or, I don't, I don't know, man, this is 100% just my speculation, just based off of what I've been reading. Now, what other people have been saying, me reading, my personal insight. So, yeah, um, that's that's where I'm at on this one. Uh, I, 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 I have a feeling this could turn out to be a sleeper book. Probably a really low print run, too. Um, I mean, Disney number speaking. Uh... So Winter Guard number three, and we've got uh, X Men Legends number eight, and uh, Trial of Magneto number two, second printing. All right, so that's it. That's all we got on the. Uh, I feel like there should be a little bit more. Uh, let me just triple check here, make sure there was nothing. <laughs> Ooh, I'm just seeing this just in as I open up my phone. There's a, speaking of this, um, uh, Moon Knight number three, uh, second printing, there is a Walmart variant on this that has, like, a reddish background in between, so it's like a black, white, and red instead of just black and white. Um, I have, a, that, that, that book's gonna be massive, so, like, go to Walmart now. Uh, <laughs> right after this episode, obviously. Sorry, I'm just trying to make sure that there's nothing Marvel-wise that I miss speculatively. There's the first thing. Um, there was something... Okay, in the Do Death of Doctor Strange Avengers tie-in, there was uh, a monster described similar to the Juggernaut and Mystical. So, new potential villain. Uh, could be a one-off. We'll see. And... Uh, Nope, nope, not seeing it. Not seeing it. That's it. Yeah, not a lot of Marvel spec this week, people. And that's, like I said, that's that's not a bad thing. You know? Uh, some of the... The... <laughs> the weekend warriors, if you will. The shelf dwellers. Uh, back off. And they're like, oh, the market cooled down. There's no hot books I can flip super quickly. Okay, I'm done. I'll go back to Pokemon. Uh, yeah, no more, I mean, you know, um, by no means we want to gatekeep, that's not what we do here, but we also want to weed out the weak, you know? We don't make people right here in this industry for the right reason, it's getting crowded. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, you know? Well, let's just make sure that the people in the party are there for the right reasons, you know? They're not just, uh, yeah, smoking in the bathroom or whatever, I don't know, I'm fucking metaphors and shit, I don't know, I'm done. Um, so there you go. There you have it. Uh, Polis priorities. Lots of, really lots of good stuff to get excited. Just because there's, you know, no big speculative book doesn't mean, um, yeah, right in your face to, you know, <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not going to be an amazing week in comics. I'm telling you, there's there's going to be some, some awesome stuff to read. So, get all up in it, people. All right, I'll uh, I'll leave you with that. Remember, head on over to CheersToComics.com. It is your one stop shop for all things comic book content um, that I put out, at least. Um, so whether it's you know the YouTube videos or 
uh, the blogs that I occasionally have time to put out. Um, you know, and those blogs could be anything from reviews to you know more insight uh, on speculative stuff. I'm telling you, Comic-Con ate my brain. Uh, I'm sorry, Fan Expo ate my brain. Not allowed to call it Comic-Con. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's all there on Cheers to Comics. And now when you hit the store button, it takes you to shopcheerstocomics.com. It doesn't just say coming soon. And when you use code podcast at checkout, um, and by the way, it's not just a merchandise store. As a matter of fact, it's not a merchandise store at all at this point. It is 100% a retail store, in case you skipped the pre-roll. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you, you heard it. You want comic books? Shoptearstocomics.com has you covered. And remember, use code PODCAST at checkout to save yourself 10% off some awesome books. Off some awesome I did that right, I think. In my head it sounded weird, but in my mouth it felt good. Alright, I'm done. Um, Alright, people, I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. In the meantime, I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, you fuckers. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Good morning, Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily, dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being, from troubles with rage to uh, anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions. This podcast really is just a uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone, so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. Check out The Real Brains with Brian Wayne. Remember, stay sane.